all that good stuff. Once I say the block height and the price, live on the show. So give me about 30 seconds and we'll be live. I'm pretty sure that's in the intro. Let's go. <laughs> What's up, everyone? This is Optimus Fields at My Living Truth, and we are back for another episode of Bitcoin Kindergarten. So, without further ado, boys and girls out there, Tonight's episode is brought to you by Simply Bitcoin, simply the best daily Bitcoin only content on YouTube. Literally, no one comes close. If you aren't watching Simply Bitcoin without without getting fancy, guys, you're just not going to make it. Raw pledge signal daily. Don't get lost in clown world, guys. Tune into Simply Bitcoin every single day. Nico and Phil be dropping that heat. Of course, of course, of course. I'm here with my co-host, Wynikus. Wynikus, what's up, bro? How you doing today? All is well, brother. I'm excited about this new year and what we're about to teach everyone. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, Wynikus is not wasting any time. So, guys, tonight's episode, me and Wynikus, we're thinking, what, what could we do for all the new plebs out there, the beginning of the year, this is the first week down of 52. And so we figured we should give you a 2022 checklist, what you need to do to survive this year. And me and Wynikus originally started out to give you that raw signal. And we have a we have a real checklist over here, you know, but every Bitcoiner is giving you the same checklist of, uh, you know, Take your coins off out of the exchange, dollar cost average, cold storage, get your backups done, you know, de-Google phones, bug out bags, get your beef, 3D printers, at-home mining, running your own node, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You heard this all last year, and you're going to hear it all this year. So me and Wynikus, in true Bitcoin kindergarten fashion, decided to give you a curveball, and we're going to give you... The checklist that you need to survive Twitter and furthermore, to participate and thrive in this toxic Bitcoin quote unquote community. So Wynikus, are we ready to give the plebs out there all this signal? (laughs) Wynikus' internet's off apparently already. So I'm going to go in. First one. Oh, oh, also, also, asterisk, this was also, this list was also created with our boy at Sean Sacken, so don't just blame me and Wynikus, you can give at Sean Sacken some of the blame as well, and we got a fire list. Wynikus, are you there? Is 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 talking? Am I am I am I having shitty spaces again? No, no, we can't hear him. Okay, okay, all right. So Wynikus, it's your spaces, not my spaces. Maybe you need to come in and out again. Wow, 
Of course, it wouldn't be Bitcoin Kindergarten without some audio issues. So, one second, guys. Let me get Wynikis back in here. Uh, you need to out. start like a GoFundMe or uh, some lightning tip jar for Wynikis for a new phone or internet <laughs> or whatever is inhibiting this dude from uh, staying he, on stage for longer than five minutes. He's, he's behind the Chinese firewall. He's got a really bad third world internet. Shouts out to <laughs> Wynikis. Wynikis, are you back? <laughs> I lost you at the, the original checklist. Um, well, okay. I haven't, I haven't even gone into the checklist yet because uh, we were having difficulties and you weren't there. So, Wynikis, are you ready? Is that what you were waiting for? Yeah, yeah, of course I'm ready. <laughs> All right, guys. So, the first thing, the first thing on this list, the how are you going to make it checklist of 2022? How are you going to survive and thrive on Bitcoin Twitter? The first thing on this list, guys, I know all you guys know what this one is. And to the noobs out there, it will take you a little while to decipher this this first lesson, but it's a critical lesson. And so the first checklist, the first thing on the list is watch out for the influencers out there, guys. Watch out for the Bitcoin influencers that are going to shill you hopium, that are going to get you wrecked. They're going to tell you to sell your wife, your child, your house, everything you have and put it in Bitcoin and you're going to be out on the streets and broke. So, without further ado, guys, you need to freaking filter your Twitter timeline, guys. There is a lot of garbage out there. There's a lot of people that just create tweets for the engagement and you can kind of tell who they are with whether or not they can troll and shit post with the anons out there. So, I mean, personally, if they ain't shit posting, they're probably not worth the follow. But that's just my heuristic. Wynikis, what are your thoughts on this first list? Watch out for the spooks. Watch out for the cringe influencers. If they have a hundred thousand followers, fifty thousand followers, they mention their follower account. They're super concerned about their online image and take themselves super seriously on twitter then just be careful you know i i would suggest don't hit the follow button they'll show up on your feed either way and i don't know yeah i mean i don't think these people have your best interest but uh obviously there's some some good people in the bunch but overall we we call it the the bitcoin twitter circle jerk like you want to stay away from that group of people i would say but There's still Bitcoiners. But There's still Bitcoiners. Do we not circle jerk every Wednesday? We just have a smaller circle jerk. Just get in, get into the smaller circle jerks. Just don't don't make it like a circle jerk with the the big boys. You know. Facts. <laughs> Create your own circle jerk. Don't join one. Well, well, Wynick is you're going to be giving them conflicting information here because the next point is join a meme gang. So how do you circle that square? I mean, I think it's it's pretty important to be affiliated with something that's bigger than yourself. And memes are the most important part of Bitcoin Twitter and and I think Bitcoin in general, like 
forget difficulty adjustment, forget like hash rate memes and memes about shit coiners and people that are not going to make it is what's important. And it's great to have uh, support by other memers out there. So I, I would highly recommend join a meme gang. It's definitely been uh, a huge positive for me. So shout out to the meme tards. Uh, can I can I do a little asterisk here and and just point out the fact that this is the second week that Wynikis has basically said, do not fund core devs, but fund open source memers. I don't know if you guys read between the lines, but that's what I heard. Wynikis, can you defend yourself? Um, vote with your wallet. That's it. <laughs> guys, if you haven't noticed. Wynikis has been lawyering up lately. He's doing a little better on pleading the fifth and not wrecking himself on kindergarten. He just throws me under the bus. That's my job now. So, shouts out to Wynikis. We have new new rules around here. I'm just waiting for the last, like, third of the episode where we get a lot more debaucherous. So, um, I'll, I'll circ- let's circle back on that one. <laughs> let's go. We're right. still in serious mode here. Oh, okay. My bad. My bad. This is 2022. Let me get serious real quick. Let me put my tie on for you guys. One second. <clears throat> okay. This third one. This one comes explicitly from our boy, Sean Stacken. And he said, join as many Telegram groups as possible. And the key is mute them all. That's the key to this, this skill right here. You got to join every single Bitcoin only Telegram group. But you have to mute them because there's no way you're going to be able to handle all that signal. So hit that mute button liberally. Literally every Telegram group should be muted and you kind of just like jump in and out whenever you want. This is literally high alpha signal right here that few Bitcoiners talk about. Only signal you're going to get at Bitcoin Kindergarten. What are, your, what are some of your favorite muted Telegram groups that you're in? Oof. Okay, so... I'm a huge fan of Taco Carnivore Bitcoin Plebs group, obviously. That's a that's a great one. Let me let me look in here. I uh, dude, holy shit. I'm a part of so many. Uh Dirtbag Friday, obviously. I have Bitcoin and Weed. <laughs> Haven't looked in there. Uh Citadel Chefs, obviously. You gotta you gotta gotta show your steaks and your food. That's that's another one. Uh, the Raspi Blitz community is good. Uh, Bitcoin Gulags. Man. The, okay. There's lots. There's lots. I think the only real signal one is the no bullshit Bitcoin account. Go follow that one on Telegram. In case you get booted off Twitter, you can still get some news. Uh, TCBP, Tug Carnivore Bitcoin Pleb is probably the best chat group to get in. All your favorite Bitcoin plebs are in there talking shit saying the most obscene stuff you can possibly think about. And, of course, all Bitcoin-only signal. We don't fuck around around here. So right. Let what me add you? something in here. Let me add something in here. One of my favorite parts of Telegram is the LNTX bot. So make sure to load up your LNTX bot uh, Lightning wallet, and then you're going to do what's called coin flips, which you gamble um, some sats on with whoever's in that group. It's insanely addicting, a lot of fun, probably rigged, but that's definitely like the go-to for Telegram. Get that LNTX bot in, in your groups out there. And uh, other other Telegram stuff, I mean, I want to give a shout-out to one called 
Nick's Food. It's run by Kaboom Racks Nick. And it's people that just post food pics all day and then people throw you lightning tips if they like what they see. So it's a circular economy of, of uh, food porn. I'd like to put an asterisk here as well. Uh, Fiat Joff, I think, I think is the creator of Lightning Transaction Bot. If you listen to this, because of, of course you're listening to this, can we lower the time limit on the LN Transaction Bot coin flip so that we can gamble like the good old days? Uh, that that's this optimus here. I I, I just want a little love. But anyways, anyways, Wanikus, great suggestions. I think I think we need to go in on Ellen Transaction Bot, dude. I think you guys need to scam yourself a little more and send us some more tips. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, join the Bitcoin Kindergarten Telegram group, which has like what, like four people in it. So, uh, shouts out your, to the your, floor. Your chances of winning a coin flip in there are pretty high. You guys get sponsored rug pull next episode, huh? <laughs> Dude, why are this you dodging our, our plan? We have a sponsor Dude, we got... now, so we have, we have to behave a little bit more, you know? Dude. No, nah, we... you guys can do whatever the fuck you want. What are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. Shishi, bro. Dude, they're in here and you're going to dox us like that, bro? Dude. Is this the first the sponsors came on to hang out and contribute? This is awesome. <laughs> Yeah, man, we're gonna be we're gonna be jumping. We're gonna at least Phil and I are gonna be in here every Wednesday. Yo, our sponsors are here. Hey, yeah, the sponsors are here, guys. Act good, act nice. Oh my god, shut word. the fuck up! Just make it normal. <laughs> penis, penis. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Okay, so we're on to number four. Number four. Oh, guys. Coin flips going ham in Bitcoin kindergarten telegram group. You need to get in there. But back to the back to the checklist. Number four. Don't do fortune cookie hopium tweets or do actually or do them depending on what you want to do with your Twitter. Know, know the line that you're crossing when you do fortune cookie hopium tweets. Uh, hopium, hopium tweets definitely get your metrics up. You definitely get the engagement up. But man. You're gonna lose. You're gonna lose some some uh, some clout in the eyes of the Bitcoin plebs out there if you just continue to hit us with the fortune cookie memes. I mean, it you can higher. you can do a fortune cookie meme, but just make sure it's like a ratio of every one to one hundred ship posts. Ship posts. So, like everyone everyone has their like think boy moments where it's like Bitcoin freeze every corner of the earth. It's inevitable. And you like have it scheduled for eight AM. So just in case you're sleeping, you make sure your fortune cookie tweet gets a lot of likes. Um, but yeah, just be just be weary of why you're tweeting. You know, Dan Wyke has just added an extra layer to this one, guys. If you are doing uh, Hopium fortune cookie tweets and they're scheduled, like you have scheduled tweets for your Hopium tweets. Your name might be Dan Held or Peter McCormick, and you're not a pleb. Uh, stop stealing tweets. Stop stealing memes. That shit ain't cool. We do this for the culture. If you understand.
Why it gives it's 2022. We're about to get fucking canceled. I think I'm gonna say everything that Nico won't ever say. Nothing Phil will ever say. I'm the vocal point. I'm I'm the, I'm the mouthpiece now, guys. So we're going ham. Wineikis. Wait, I have a question for Simply stop. Bitcoin. If uh, if we get canceled like this week, can we uh, rug pull you guys with sponsorship money? Like, how does that work? Yeah, man, that's all yours. I I like this. We have we're right, more incentivized now. Uh, we have to uh, work uh, even uh, harder at getting canceled, Optimus. Uh, new Twitter CEO, I know you're listening to our spaces. You can cut it right now. Parat, what's his name? I don't need fake Jack, Indian Jack. <laughs> oh my God! Don't now we're done. Go there. Don't go there. No racism. That's bad. I mean, it's not racist, <laughs> bro. Why? Is that supposed to be my job to say the dumb shit? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Nico just censored us. Dude, dude, dude. That's like asking for it, bro. You can say no racism you want, on bro. here. Where, what, what's going on? No, dude, I wish, I wish Getter, I wish Getter had a spaces, bro. That'd be dope. Dude, you guys gotta make enough noise over there. Yeah. Okay, okay. The next, the next one, the next checklist on this list is. Uh, don't don't mean to knock you, Nico. But Wynikus, the next one on this list is nothing's off limits. I don't care what the fuck people are saying in these memes. Say that crazy shit. Nothing is off limits. Literally, guys, this is a meme warfare. I don't care what you have to do to mock someone. You got to destroy them in the memes. Nothing's off limits. If someone says something, destroy them. Literally, blood in blood in the water. We're fucking sharks out here. This is monetary warfare, dude. Like, nothing's nothing's off limits, man. Fucking destroy these people. Just, dude, like, don't don't attack the person. Attack their idea. You feel me? Agreed. Like, agreed. Personal attacks are weak, and you only re- you only relate you only resort on them when you've lost the argument. Like, attack everything about them. Ridicule, you know their their idea. You know, the if they work for a bank, ridicule that. You know, but personal attacks are just weak as weak, weak AF. And yeah, man, I, I just don't think they're necessary. Like, unless that person is just like, I don't know. You guys know what I mean. I agree with you one hundred percent, Nico. I will just add that I think sometimes it's okay to mock people and uh, attack them personally. Not necessarily when you're losing the argument, more so when you're just like winning the argument. You're just kind of like, I am not arguing with you. You're an idiot. I, I mean, I, just... I always make fun of how ugly no, Optimus that... is. I'm, no, I don't have any claim in that. No, that's fine. But I'm just saying like racist stuff. It's not necessary. You hear that whining kiss? Did our sponsor already put you on a leash? If you guys want to know, if you guys want to know where the limits okay. are, if you guys want to know where the limits are, you can check Elsie Hoddle 2's account and Patrick Blake, aka Scatrick. Lab- Labra knows the limits. Dieter Bob knows the limits. Um, Canex, our 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 retarded dog dog fag friend knows the, the limits. Um, there's a few out there. There's a few out there, and. This this next topic, of course, since we tell you nothing's off limits, 
We're going to follow it with this one, which is be prepared to lose it all, guys. You might lose your account out here. You might get banned. It is what it is. If you've been putting in the work, it doesn't matter what your follow count is. The plebs, the friends you made along the way, they will follow you back. The right people will follow your accounts. The right people will get your message. Guys, be prepared to lose it all. And furthermore, me and Wynikus are, are like half joking on this because we're talking about your Twitter account. It's like, okay, whatever. It's your Twitter account. It doesn't really matter. But if you take it one step further, we are talking Bitcoin. And with that is the idea that we are in monetary warfare. And I've had to come to this conclusion recently of how much am I willing to give? You know, we, we do talk a big game. Sometimes we get caught up in the memes and we're like, yo, I will die on this hill. But you got to personally look to yourself and, and think for yourself and find that line where you're not willing to cross. I know we're telling you nothing's off limits. Go go overboard. You know, be willing to lose it all. But there is a line that most people aren't willing to cross. And you got to find that line for yourself. And, you know, just just take the, the moral fortitude of whether you're willing to actually die on this hill. And I know a lot of Bitcoiners, we say we will die on this hill. We will die for Bitcoin. And, you know, those are those are some big words. So we're not just saying this as a meme, as a joke that, OK, you might lose your account if you're if you're memeing too hard. We're going to take a, 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 an extra level up and saying, look, guys, there is a line in the sand here. And some of us are willing to spill blood for this experiment, for this experiment for what we're doing. And if that's not you, so be it. But there are people out there that are willing to risk it all. And that is the playing field that we are on right now. I wouldn't even say playing field. That is the battlefield that we are currently on. You have been drafted into this battlefield unknowingly. And some of us might need to, to drop some blood for this, for this to succeed. And that is the reality of the situation. And you have to, in your own mind, at least prepare yourself for, for that possibility. So, again, you got to be prepared to lose it all if you really are going to be on the front lines. And only, I know we talk, talk a lot of shit, but it's really serious. Only post what you can afford to lose. I remember back in the day, everyone was scared to give investment advice. And they're like, only put into Bitcoin what you're willing to afford to lose. I'm not, fuck that. Put everything, and that goes for whatever your Twitter is, too. I mean, we just had Ray Dalio today tell people only put 2% in Bitcoin. Not going to make it. Yeah, that's like only being a 2% shit poster. I mean, he for sure drinks 2% milk. We, we, you can't trust anyone to drink 2% milk. <laughs> okay, okay. This one, this next one, we are, we are transitioning a little bit into some more, some more lighthearted topics. This next one is become friends with a Zoomer. <laughs> okay, so this next one is become friends with a Zoomer, guys. I... I'm guessing you're not a Zoomer. If you are a Zoomer, maybe make friends with a millennial. I don't know. But for the older people out there, for the people my age and older, you got to make friends with the Zoomer out there just so you can see the flip side of the aisle. Someone that's young and hungry. 
<laughs> yes, homo. That's what I've been waiting for. Now the show I just, started. I just, I just want to show, say that the show is sponsored by Simply Bitcoin. What what age is a Zoomer now? Like, what's the oldest? On the Zoomer? I think I think the Zoomer cutoff is ninety six. So over ninety six is millennial. Just somebody under. that can't grow a full beard yet. Well, dude, I can't even grow a full beard yet. So if you if you <laughs> don't remember watching nine eleven on TV, you're probably a Zoomer. That's a good metric. I think the cutoff year is ninety six, guys. Born after ninety six, he's a Zoomer. Down if you don't remember, what? if you don't remember dial-up internet, then you're a Zoomer. If you weren't on AIM, you're probably if, not a Zoomer. Or if you've only had a smartphone, you're a Zoomer. Aren't the millennials till like 2K? I'm pretty sure it's 96. There's 40-year-old millennials. Oh, just so y'all know, there is no specific definition for what a generation is so like the millennial generation or the greatest generation or gen x there there is no specific definition for what a generation is it's kind of more so like a mindset because of the way that you were raised and certain You're people only as older as you and younger ages fall into that category depending bro mindset just had to plug in his handle in there huh i was gonna say we're really no. into pseudoscience here i'm kind of a fan of the generation cut <laughs> That's a total Gen Xer thing to say. Oh, dude. Carnicorous, I know oh, I may yeah. sound older than I am. I have some years in wisdom and experience, but damn, I'm not a Gen Z or a Gen Xer. Wynicus, where was the uh, the soundboard on that one? That was a that was like a we needed something on that. Which sound? Probably the horns. <laughs> Not that one. Damn, Whining, this is going so much better than I thought it would. Let's fucking go. <laughs> what's that? What's after Gen Z, by the way? I don't think we're there yet. I don't think we're Babies. there yet. Um, I think those are still uh, semen in your daddy's nuts. No, they don't exist yet. The 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 you the you or nothing be happy generation. Yes. Too real. Too real. Too soon. Dude, the next generation is you're going to have to work for Bitcoin generation. Hey, stay humble, bro. Stay humble. Stay humble. No, it's going to be all stacked up. Like, you you just have to work for it at at that point. You're going to have to earn it. No more fiat. Yeah, bro. I I just don't want to become the people that we're fighting against now. And power and wealth tends to do that to you. <laughs> I wonder if that I wonder if that phrase is affected at all by uh by like the fiat world. Human like, nature like, never changes. Well yeah, but fiat has changed human nature. Mm, man, I don't know, bro. I'm um, not I'm not I'm not I'm not saying you're wrong. I was just asking the question. No, I dude, I don't even know if I'm right, bro. Like I'm totally just, you know, speaking out of my ass. I'm speculating. We've never lived in a world with Bitcoin ever, you know? Like we've never lived we've never had a money that was completely separated from state. We've yeah, never had a money that has a standard to Well, we did have gold. No, dude, we've never had a money with rules without rulers. The issue with gold, right? 
is that because it was so heavy, right? Because it was so hard to verify, you incent you essentially had to keep it with somebody, like a custodian. So oh, dude, you know no, that no, caused no. that caused people, centralization. People used to pay people with gold coins. I'm talking about yeah, that. Not... Yes, but but th- that's just minuscule transactions. If you wanted to store a large amount of gold, you had to take it with the custodian because it was it was very dangerous to store it yourself. With Bitcoin, it's totally different. You could store fucking twelve words in your mind, and you could store trillions of dollars in your head. That's never happened before, dude. No, so no, I have no idea what's going to happen. I know it's I know it's a much better system. It's significantly more efficient and scales way better. That what I was what what I understood your question to be was you know are we going to have an issue? Uh, are we? You said we've never had a uh, a government free currency before. Correct. And that's that's what I was saying was we we have had that before, but like what? But well, gold. Gold is a is a government free currency. Okay, so but okay, but the the actual gold coins were issued by states, whether it's a king, an emperor, right? And then like like for the for example, uh, in Rome, they had the denarius, which was actually silver. It wasn't even it wasn't even uh, gold, and uh, they debased that as well. And of the denarius, gold still yeah. had gold still had tradable value. That's the reason the coins were valuable in the first place. That's why they were made out of gold and not paper. Cor- correct. But what every single emperor or empire has done throughout human history is that they essentially there was a set amount of gold per gold coin, and then over time they would debase it. So yeah, less dude, and less dude, I, gold. I understand all that. I get. I get all that. My my point is that. That gold is still a non-government currency, period. End. And the well, reason those coins had any value was because they were printed and minted in such a way that the government recognized its its value as a unit. But gold it, in and of itself is a non-government currency, period. Okay. I, I understand so, governments so, use okay. gold. So, but- so, so when you were transacting with people, right? Like when you're transacting people, you're not. Did you go to the mine and you know pick a piece of gold, and then have to get that piece of gold, and then you bring it to barter? Perhaps you could do that once or ti- twice, but the 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 actual currency that people used to transact were gold coins or silver coins, which were issued by the state, right? And then what the state would do, or the government, or the emperor, or whatever, is that over time they would debase that gold, yeah. right? And then citizens were stuck using that. With Bitcoin, it changes everything because it's separated from the state entirely and doesn't give the state the ability to debase it whatsoever. So we've never experienced this before. We have no idea what the consequences of Bitcoin are going to be because there's nothing in history to compare it to. The only thing that we have to kind of predict what's going to happen is the game theory of all of it. And I really suggest reading this book, uh, The Sovereign Individual, because he does a hell of a fucking, or they do, it's two authors. They do a hell of a job kind of explaining how this whole thing would play out. And mind you, this book was written in the 90s, and he predicted the advent of of eCash, essentially is what he called it, and how it would completely change everything. And he was super accurate about it. But we're heading into an age, dude, that, like the individual has never had so much freedom like they have today. Like everything is going to change. And I'm sure that there's going to be a lot of negative unintended, unintended consequences that we don't see today. I totally agree with you. I, I think the, uh, the dynamic that's coming from Bitcoin is undeniably 
unique. Um, it's never been seen before. Nothing like it. Um, the, uh, the, on the gold issue, I mean, I, I think we're arguing semantics, but kind of saying the same thing. Um, you know, I, I think the dynamic by which you could separate yourself from government and your money is unarguably favoring Bitcoin. I mean, gold has just become kind of worthless because it's been out trumped. But as far as, you know, from origination, I understand that governments have minted currencies in gold. Um, people still traded value with gold, just regular gold coin. I mean, regular gold, not, not minted in gold coins, but um, yeah, I mean, I think we're pretty much saying the same thing. Bitcoin trumps all of it. Beautiful. What was the original question? <laughs> I forgot to. Uh, I, I brought up whether or not the um, Zoomers. I brought I brought up whether or not gold was a non-government currency because he had said it wasn't. So I was I was asking him what basically what he thought about. So so gold, gold in itself is non-government currency as well as gold. Bitcoin. Gold in itself is not a government currency, obviously. But think right. about it. They have someone has to verify the authenticity of that gold bar. Someone has to issue that gold coin so that everyone else trusts it, right? With but Bitcoin, that's, that's like a node, huh? That's like a node. Like, there's plenty of people that trust other people to verify their Bitcoin for them. Well, it's, that's that's it's the same thing as a person that gets someone else to verify their gold. It's the same thing, bro. But it, dude, look. So, but you, there still has to be an authority issuing gold coins. With Bitcoin, you are the authority because you are the one running your own node. So you don't have to trust on on a, a large government or or whatever to issue that said gold coin. You don't have to trust a large, you know, uh, gold brick company or whatever saying, hey, this gold is authentic. As soon as you open the package. Right. You know, it, it like people are not going to trust that package. They're going to have to reweigh it. They're going to have to retest it with Bitcoin. You are the authenticator because you run that note. If you have a copy of the blockchain. You know that if someone sends you that Bitcoin, you know for a fact that that is real Bitcoin, right? So that's the major difference is that there's no government involved. You are only trusting yourself. That's it. You can learn how to how to like validate something as gold. I mean, you personally can learn how to do it. Okay. The, the so issue is that it's more difficult and that, that nodes have made it where we have a succinct number of, of units of Bitcoin and that they're all relatively identifiable by a node. It makes it the process simpler. But my argument is that in absolutely no way is, is verifying your own gold and verifying your own Bitcoin different as far as the, the traits of the currency. Um, I, I, I agree in terms of the traits, but you know, one thing is speaking theoretical, right? And then one thing is seeing how it actually played out in history. How it played out in history is the fact that most people, right, even though they could, they if they learn the sets, uh, like the, the skill set on how to do so, how to verify their own gold, most people were not able and were not pulling, willing to put in the work and the time to be able to do that. 
So what they do is that, unfortunately, which is why the gold standard failed, they had to rely on, for security. They had to rely on a custodian, right? Which is why FDR was able to seize all the gold in the United States so easily because most people's gold were locked in a bank because of how yeah, heavy. dude. But but look look at look at how many exchanges hold custody of people's Bitcoin. That's no correct, man. Like it's, it's no, the it's same totally, thing. The percentages the, the, of people the, the, that sell that, that's that's where astonishingly that's, low. That's where I completely disagree with you because there's a large percentage. There's a huge percentage, and if you look at the amount of Bitcoin that's held on exchanges. Bro, it's at a it's at a three year low. Every year it gets lower and lower. With gold, that was never going to be a viable solution because, dude, storing a, I would say storing more than a hundred thousand worth of dollars worth of gold. First of all, it's extremely heavy. It's not easy to sell, and it's extremely hard to transport. You, we're we're not arguing about whether Bitcoin's better than gold. I get that. I'm just simply saying that Bitcoin and gold are both non-government currencies that is literally all i'm saying okay but okay but dude but like hold on a second yeah yeah, yeah. let's we're gonna go back in circles like for the next two hours i think you guys got your points across and uh let's let's keep it moving yeah for sure, <laughs> for sure. beautiful i was wondering how we were gonna get back into uh memes and you know, all this signal that we're talking about. Yeah, too, too serious of a conversation here. My brain was about to burst. <laughs> Holy shit. We're trying to be meme-tarded. Fuck, man. I'm, I'm, trying, to, I'm trying to enjoy my night. <laughs> oh, shit. Wynikus, do I even go? Do I even finish this list? Yes. Yes, please. Yes. <laughs> yeah, right. do it. All right. Wait, wait, wait. We haven't really we haven't really concluded the Zoomer section, I wanna say. What was the well, Zoomer section even about? Befriend a Zoomer. Be, befriend a Zoomer. Like we have like our token Bitcoin kindergarten Zoomers, Nick can't mine. If you're like a TA chart boy, you can get like William Clemente. If you like other stuff, there's there's Zoomers out there. Dude, um, what what happened to Jack? Then the Carman is my favorite. Who's uh, Coin Icarus? Coin Icarus ben, the, from... ben the Carman is my favorite. Zoomer. Uh, ben the Carman's a good Zoomer. I forget Ben's a Zoomer. He looks older than I am. Yeah, he. the first time he told me how old he was, I was like, what the fuck? How am I a friend? Wait, how old is he? How old is he? Uh, I don't know if he said it publicly, Stop. but he, he's definitely a Zoomer. And no, no, but like, I was, I was over a decade older than age? him. Like early 20s. Holy oh. shit. Mahler's is a Zoomer, right? That he looks like he's thirteen. I believe he's 27, 27. Mahler's is a is he's in my age group. He's a millennial. Yeah. Yeah, I've got it. I've got more than a decade on Carmen. This is the the future generation that holds the uh, keys of Bitcoin. So we have to uh, befriend them and and impart our wisdom. Should we actually be befriending the Boomers? Um, the CNBC released a survey that said only four percent of millionaire boomers have bitcoin it seems like they need a little, little bit more love i think other, the, yeah, we're, i think other they're the than, ones we're trying to take down yeah other than surfer jim because he's an awesome boomer um fuck them thank all. thank you yeah look i feel bad for uh guys like me who didn't destroy the world yep but the people that are running the world right now are boomers and they fucked all of us i just yep. was Going to work every day like the regular dude out there. I just happen to be their same age. 
though. I hate all of them just as much. Really Dude, sucks. Jim, my, you my, have my, any uh, any words to um, to give the class on whether they should befriend any boomers and and why? Well, you know, the, I don't I don't know any anybody who adopts Bitcoin is going to win, and so any boomer who adopts Bitcoin, who understands it eventually holds Bitcoin either for their own future use or at their demise where their family can inherit it is setting that family up and their lineage to succeed ahead of anybody who doesn't. So it's in everybody's best interest to adopt Bitcoin, even if you're older and you're not going to be around to see a million dollar Bitcoin, let's say uh, it's still worth it. And so everybody should just pay attention because this is not going to stop. Befriend boomers so that you can find uh, rich families to marry into and get more Bitcoin. Sir, 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 there uh, you go. Jim, I, I know how old you are. You're definitely going to be around to see a million-dollar Bitcoin, bro. Uh, I think there's a high likelihood, especially if I take care of myself. Um, but that doesn't change the fact that I'm right at the tail end of that boomer Bearish. generation. I'm one of the younger ones. We're, and, we're in a super uh, cycle, so Jim. You're going to see $50 million easily. All right. I'll do it. I'm you're ready for one it. sat. But um, the uh, the front end the front end of the boomer generation is the older guys that are really running the show. The guys in their seventies yep. and eighties right now. Fucking so, evil, evil motherfuckers! Those totally, <laughs> they're the worst. And so many of them, they know what they're doing. They're blatantly, you know, these guys like pharmaceutical representatives that their mandate is to make a profit for their company. When they get in bed with politicians and get written uh, words written on paper that give them an advantage and give them the ability to have no liability, and they don't even have to tell us what's going on for 50 or 75 years? What the no. hell is that? They make Jim. up rules? Jim. And it's just like... You, 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 know, that's, you know that shit ain't going to fly, dude. You well, know look. That, you, you know, people, this is Nerdboy 2.0, bro. The, the evil... I hope so. Crime, it better. It better be. Dude. Jim, we will make them pay. I'm Somebody you. has to. Uh, look, if if I had the physical ability and the backing of enough people, I, I would I would pull the trigger or pull the string or pull the hatch door. I, I like no problem. Like uh, as long as the right amount of people came together and organized and took over this bullshit, no problem. I'd be part of the rebellion. I'm not the guy to stand up and lead the thing. I don't think, but. You know, if if and when that happens, we have way more on our side if we would and could organize. I mean, a revolution just like the one that made this country independent could happen. And some of these people really do need to pay. They really do. They've, been, they've destroyed to... lives and uh, it's criminal. Absolutely totally. criminal. Uh, totally fucking criminal. Bitcoiners, look, guys, Bitcoiners are going to be the and unfortunately because you gotta you gotta be real and shit coiners you know and i feel like that's going to be the new political battleground but bitcoiners and shit coiners are going to be the wealthiest people on the face of the planet within the next 10 years right and when that happens like oof man like you know the, the payment like justice because the crimes that were committed during this whole fucking bullshit ass like you know pandemic that's happening look and i'm not saying it didn't kill people of course it killed people you know of course if you're if you're older if you don't take care of yourself you know like okay you should watch out but the fact that like they're making people like against their will you know inject something into their bodies and again i'm not against the vaccine if you feel like taking it 
go for it. Like I'm not I'm not against it. But the fact that it's being mandated and you see all you see all these soccer players, record amount of heart attack. You can't even ask questions. If you ask questions about that, ban. If you're whatever, look at what just happened with the Joe Rogan thing. Look at what just happened. The, the, Nico, the, I never thought in my life that I would see the blatant, in-your-face censorship and and um, you know silencing of experts, people that have decades of experience that are renowned in their field, being mm-hmm. told that they're they're spewing misinformation. It's absolutely mind-boggling, and the amount of people who just blindly watch the TV every day and they get this then all these news organizations are all tied to the same big uh corporate donors you know with pharmaceutical like every freaking television show is sponsored by pfizer everyone uh, so of do, course it, the narrative is going to be the same it's absolutely it's incredible crazy. and people don't even see it it's, it blows my mind that the world has come to this i'm really amazed i never thought this could happen and i'm the guy who's been around the longest watching i thought the world was i when i was a kid you know, like um, nuclear attack from Russia was a big scare. And uh, when that went away, I thought, wow, the world's just going to keep getting better and better. And it's literally going reverse now. And I'm blown out, blown my mind over the whole thing. I never thought this could even happen. And here we are. Humanity is regressing. There's crazy people out there that are destroying the world. And, and other people just standing around letting it happen. It's Ab- incredible. Absolutely. And, it, and, it, and it's fiat. Like fiat caused yeah. all of this. And yeah, I wouldn't have known that until I learned about Bitcoin and then I learned about money. And it really is the bottom line key. You you hit, hit the nail on the head. Every show you and Phil do, you guys are hitting the nail on the head every time. It's all tied to the broken money. What and, are you talking uh, about? You know, you guys are idiots, man. What? This is why you have to befriend the Zoomer because they don't make sarcastic. the rules. Yeah, he's being sarcastic. But Jim, I really appreciate it. Maybe he's not. I don't care. Everyone's entitled to your opinion. To their opinion. Take your anyway. shots, Nico. Triple jab. Get out of here. Uh, okay. Um. But yeah, Jim, appreciate you saying that, dude. Really, really like appreciate the kind words. No, I listen to you guys all the time. I, I like hearing the, the daily signal. You know, you guys, you guys, you know, review the stories. That I don't get a chance to always review, so I appreciate it. Thanks, bro. If we don't cover them, who else will? So, Nico and Phil. Uh, we usually only allow one Simply Bitcoin show per show, but uh, since you're the sponsor, we can show Simply Bitcoin the whole time. <laughs> I just fuck with you, Nico. I love you, bro. You're, you're my signal. You already know this. Uh, Jim, I wanted to add something, though, to what you said, because I was having this same conversation with my friend yesterday about the Joe Rogan uh censorship he he basically sent me the dr malone interview and he's like yo watch this before they take it down and i responded to him like yo i watched the first three hours and then they took it down before i could finish it but um the point that i wanted to make was i agree with you 100 percent in the sense that i know we're so especially as bitcoiners we're so used to seeing people on twitter get censored get their content removed If you've been around last year, you've seen a lot of Bitcoiners YouTube channels go down. Their Bitcoin Twitter accounts get deleted. And so to us as a Bitcoiner, knowing that we most likely are saying stuff that uh, is purposely provocative. And a lot of my friends purposely try to get banned off these platforms. They they push the, the certain buttons for a reason. But it is very, I wouldn't say shocking because we're we're so used to this, but it is insane that 
one of the biggest podcasters is is getting censored with uh you know literally the guy that invented the mrna process and like if these people are getting censored like what hope do us average plebs have to get our message across when you have such a big machine pushing the exact opposite so to those people out there that aren't aware of this like if this joe rogan censorship uh fiasco is shocking to you well you know you you're gonna have to wake up because it is a lot worse than that but the fact that they can go after such a high profile name is is absolutely insane and i mean we saw last year what they did to trump so i don't care what side of the aisle you are politically the point is is that if you say something that the powers that be don't want you to say they will shut your ass down and it's blatantly obvious now. It doesn't even matter whether you're you're spitting facts or you are spitting memes or pseudoscience or whatever. If you're saying something they don't want to say, that message won't get across. And it's very obvious now what line you have to, to toe and cross. So good and we have an expert with us here tonight, our friend our friend Skeef, who knows full well uh, and, and is right up there in good company with guys like Joe Rogan. Wow, wow, wow. Well, it got to the point where they were literally banning people for talking about uh, the the necessity for vitamin D. Like, you know shit's getting a little fucky when. Oh, shit. I called the wrong number. I think, too, though, it's important to recognize, like, this is 100% on brand for these people and, like, not a totally brand new thing. I mean, I mean, even looking at the scale of COVID and, you know, in my opinion, it was obviously, you know, manufactured and exploited from the beginning and all that kind of stuff. It's like these people also did two world wars. They put a bullet in the head of a president in the middle of the afternoon. You know, they killed JFK. They killed Malcolm X. They killed, I mean, they, all these people and, you know, they brought down the Twin Towers. They did 9-11. I mean, it's just like these, I don't know. Like, I, I think all this stuff is just totally on brand for them and they're going to keep they're going to keep going with this bullshit until bitcoin stops them man i thought i was extreme get him skeef thanks bro oh skeef's <laughs> next I, level I, I hate these people so much <laughs> I I love dude you. i do too but uh i yeah, never but... put it strung it all together in one long sentence like that but i'm with you i'm with you man i don't trust the damn fucking thing they tell me there's there's nothing they won't do to try to continue to have control like you're seeing this in um kazakhstan right now um they're in revolt they're literally cutting off the internet to try to stop them from rallying together there's nothing these people won't do um to keep control and like you need to keep that in mind because whether you believe skeef or not like all those things were 100 government psyops um you just have to realize even if one of those things that he said was true then that makes you really wake the fuck up on what the government's actually possible at. Because I can sit up here and tell you probably 30, 40 different conspiracy theories going back from the very dawn of the U.S. fucking Constitution. And if only one of them is actually happened, then you need to fucking wake up and realize that you've been lied to. Like, one thing, one fucking conspiracy theory ends up being true, the whole fucking narrative falls apart. And you realize there's nothing that these people won't do to continue to have control over you. 
And that's where you need to break free. And like everyone here realizes what the problem is. The problem is the rot of the money system. And that's what their ultimate control is. And as soon as you subvert that type of control over them, they lose all the other controls that go through society with their little fucking octopus fucking arms. Because without the power of money, they don't have any fucking power. Yeah, just to expand on that, I, my, my contention is that when the money that they pay their enforcers becomes worthless to their enforcers and they see the people around them with a stronger money, the enforcers will defect and they will help the people with the better money. That'll be us. Yeah, that's, so, that's literally that's historical precedence. When you start looking back at medieval times or even before that at the Roman times, they basically had to pay their, their armies. And the only way they could pay their armies is by invading and conquering new land and getting the spoils from that. And those empires started to fall apart when they basically didn't have enough money to pay for, for their guards or their armies. Right. So that that's 100% true. Yeah. And look at the military as an example of like what Jim is saying. I mean, it's like the whole, like, people in the military really don't get paid that well. Like, you know, the work's not great. Like the big benefit is that pension, that long-term kind of thing. And it's like, at some point people are going to realize that's worthless. Like at some point people are going to realize like, holy shit, by the time I collect this, it's going to buy me three loaves of bread a week or something like that. And that I, I would expect we're going to see a lot of what, what Jim was talking about, like those defections at that point. I have thankfully never counted on Social Security, even though within not too many years from now, I can actually legally start collecting it. Thankfully, I've never counted on it. And I would recommend nobody, you know, younger than me count on it just because even if you get it, it might not get you much. You know, they'll give you some number they promised you, but it might purchase you, you know, a gallon of milk a month or something. And, you know, what good is it? So, yeah, it's a it's a sad situation, but. Unfortunately, unfortunately, this also like flows into other things, other other, you know, um, government jobs that provide pensions. So, I mean, that includes teachers and, you know, I mean, literally everything. Um, It affects more than just the military affects the police, the firefighters and, you know. Yeah, but the, the, the military is exceptionally interesting because it's not a people army anymore. It's a weapon army. So, like, most of the money is being spent on, like, actual weaponry, not people. And then everything else you just mentioned is labor-heavy. So, it's actually quite interesting, like, when you just piece it apart that way. You're like, all right, if this gets defunded, it's just less – it's not less people in the Army. It's just less weaponry. Right. No, it's it's crazy to see. I mean, it, but it affects, it affects everybody. I mean, if they can't pay – <laughs> they can't pay teachers or police. I mean, didn't the leadership of this country just uh, forcefully poison all the people that they would count on, like teachers and cops and firemen? Uh, like, what the hell, man? This, I'm, I'm waiting for all of society to fall apart pretty soon. It's fucking crazy. Well, that's the that's the question I have for you guys. Like, we know that the narrative is crumbling. In regards to this COVID lockdown and even the money printing, like we 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 can see the signs of that narrative crumbling. Um, and, but 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 how long? Wait, hold on, my group. But like, how long do you think it would take for the narrative of of the dollar for like the average normie to understand that the dollar is depreciating? Hundred years, unpopular 100 years. opinion. 
No. Yeah, yeah, totally. My thesis is that the Bitcoin standard doesn't play out uh, in the time that a lot of people says it plays out. I think it plays out over 80 to 100 years because people talk about the U.S. dollar collapsing. But for that first to happen, you need all the other fiat currencies on the planet to collapse first. And so when I look at the thesis and the timeline of when we get a full Bitcoin standard, you have to look at how many fiat currencies are left in the world. And today we're left with between 70, 80 fiat currencies. And the U.S. dollar is not going to just disappear first. They are going to go in lockstep, and it's not going to be a domino lockstep either. Because when fiat currencies start to fail, other fiat currencies and Bitcoin are going to suck up that liquidity and the U.S. dollar is going to be able to push inflation into other countries a lot better once they dollarize, giving them a longer runway. So it's going to take a lot longer than what people think it is, because as other currencies starting to fail, Bitcoin is going to suck up some of that liquidity as well. But so is the dollar, and that's going to strengthen the dollar. Like It's kind of a dollar milkshake theory, but with Bitcoin involved. Um, Bitcoin is actually going to help destabilize a lot of weaker currencies. Um, because there's a lot of countries out there that would never adopt a dollar standard, even if the U.S. put their hand out. But once Bitcoin gets introduced to their internal economy and disrupts their internal fiat currency and people flee to Bitcoin, it's going to collapse their own fiat currency. And that's when they'll be more susceptible to having their hand out to the U.S. to dollarize their country um, because they, they're not going to be able to provide enough economic output to sustain themselves on a Bitcoin standard once a lot of countries start doing it. So they're going to need swap lines and direct help to dollarize, and that's going to be from the Federal Reserve. And they're going to want to do that because it allows them to export inflation. Is what That's their only export in the United States at this point. So I think it's going to take a lot longer to play out than what people think it is. Or they decide that they want to go to a Bitcoin standard instead. That, that's only going to be beneficial for the first few countries that do that. Um, as you go down the line, it becomes less beneficial for countries to do that. And that's why it's so beneficial for El Salvador to do it first because they're the first and they're going to have that influx of Bitcoin investment into their country. And remember, everyone thinks that the narrative is just going to crumble apart. Um, if the government and centralized powers have taught anything throughout history, you realize how well they are at controlling narratives. And, and, and slowing the demise of their own narrative. Like first, like now it's government. Before that, it was church. Before that, it was it was like empires, lords, and all that other things, like or whatever order you want to put that in. Those empires didn't just end overnight. Like even the Roman Empire took hundreds of years to fully fucking fall apart. And it, when you have inertia, it's the same reason why gold's not going to be demonetized overnight. It's been the monetary standard for 10,000 years of human existence. It has inertia. And the dollar system right now has massive inertia. There's so much dollar demand out there that's going to continue um, into the future, even if all these countries try to get off a dollar standard, is because they still have all this U.S. dollar-denominated debt that they need dollars to pay off vis-a-vis creating dollar demand. So, like, it is a long process. Like, it's going to take, like I said, 80 to 100 years to watch this shit play out. Yeah, how do you, see, how do you see these debt cycles playing out, though? I mean, like, I is, is something like over. the federal, but like, I is think... something like the Federal Reserve, you know, and then like, like what we see now, are they, you know, they're they're doing roughly a 10x every 10 to 13 years, you know, are they going to do another five to six yep. of those? And we're going to see yep. 300, you know, the debt counter is going to be at 300 quadrillion or whatever in 75 yeah. years. Yep. So I don't see them being able to, um, what's the word I'm looking for, to do, uh, uh, 
they're not going to be able to raise rates to where they're nominal and they're not going to be able to taper their balance sheet completely. They're just going to be ever ending basically printing of money. The trick is, though, is to export that inflation. And what people don't consider is that Bitcoin is actually one of the best liquidity sponges for excess inflation into the entire global world economy is that it can basically suck up a lot of that money printing into it and not affect CPI or any other consumer good that's real world tied. So it's actually beneficial for these governments to have Bitcoin so they can tamper down like consumer good inflation versus just straight up printing. So they can print and print and print. It's like the same it's the same thing that they do with financial assets. Like QE some people say is actually technically deflationary because it creates debt that needs to be paid back later and it's not real money getting into the actual circulating supply. Um, of consumers, right? And so Bitcoin is just another avenue that money, financial money, can get soaked up by it and not actually get put into the economy um, and not cause massive consumer inflation. Yeah, I would say I completely agree. And I think you kind of can see some early signs with that, with these stable coins and how some of these countries are using a lot of them just to sort of escape those capital controls. And so um, it's, it's funny that it, these stable coins I mean, it's kind of going to save the dollar's ass a bit because they're going to be able to like be pro proliferate them across so many different places, and demand demands for for a stable currency like the dollar is actually going to go it, up. So yeah, I, I agree yep. with that. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly, and that's and that's what's gonna that's what's gonna prolong this as well. And don't don't forget, like I know the United States is in a huge fucking hole of debt to GDP ratio. But if you're looking at Bitcoin, as we all think at the asset that it really is, it's that $100 trillion, $200 trillion, upwards of $500 trillion asset. You're talking about a global annual GDP of the Bitcoin economy being tens of trillions of dollars. And right now, the United States is positioned best out of any country um, to take advantage of that and capture that GDP from corporations, services, and whatnot. So if Bitcoin does go to a couple hundred trillion dollars in asset, the United States government is probably collecting another 10 to 20 trillion dollars a year in gdp that lets them continue this fucking runway as well so that's just another avenue that bitcoin lets these governments continue um printing magoo do you see a situation where the dollar collapses in in some kind of like black swan event no, um, because um, if you look historically at any hyperinflationary event, it has nothing to do with economic data or money printing. It has everything to do with human psychology. And the only thing that's controlling that is the, the state, right, with their pushing of their narrative. So you would need some type of black swan that absolutely destroys the narrative. Um, but even then, the government has such a control over most of the populations in terms of narratives um, that I find it very hard for a snap of the finger. One thing happens and everyone flees the dollar, right? So I don't think you'd see a black swan. Like, that's why I'm saying, like, these black swans that are going to continue to happen is going to destroy weaker currencies, right? And it's going to make the exist the, the remaining currencies even stronger. So that's why, like, this thing is going to take a, a long time. Like, what, what in your mind, as a black swan, do you think that could implode the United States dollar, like, overnight? Honestly, I, I I don't even know my the. the well, that, thing man, that's I the definition say, of a black swan. What was that, Skeef? No, but like, just I think say of, that's 
just think of any random black swan, whether it's another pandemic, financial crisis, hitting, getting hit with a solar flare, getting hit with an asteroid, um, aliens come down and do the boogie twerk in front of the White House. Like any any major event, um, like how would the U.S. dollar um, react? I think the way that the narrative is now, like the United States dollar, when the fucking pandemic hit, fucking went crazy strong because everyone was rushing to the, the strongest, most a- the the U.S. dollar, right? And same with bonds. Like when people right now, when the markets and the rates are going up, everyone's like they're like they're that's what they're rushing to, right? So like that narrative hasn't changed. Like so, you're gonna have to change the narrative. Like that's the um the most safest risk off asset on the planet is U.S. dollars, right? Until that changes that narrative, and I don't know what type of narrative narrative that would change right like that's slowly going to happen like bitcoin is that lifeboat that people are coming to that realization slowly and they're slowly getting off but i think it's going to continue of that slowly people getting off the titanic which is the, the the fiat system and slowly piling into the lifeboat which is bitcoin i don't know what event that, that would cause a mass exodus at one point like there will be financial crisis and central banks increasing their printing and doing everything all over again. And that's going to bring a next cohort of people in. But I don't think it's going to be everyone at, at once just because like the mass, not to like be cringe, but like that, the mass psych, psychosis around the U.S. dollar and fiat currencies. Like I just think it takes a long time to break those narratives down. Yeah, the only thing I can think of, um, and I, and yeah, to, to Ski's point, it's, it's a black swan event. So it's, it's something you usually can't predict, but if there is a small crack in a foundation, it's this kind of seemingly balkanization of the U.S. where we, we see a little bit with all these COVID lockdowns and how different states are kind of like doing their own thing. And you can you can see just sort of this sort of desperation from the federal government to, you know, keep things as tight as possible. And I'm not saying tomorrow there's going to be a civil war, but I, I do feel like th- this sort of balkanization, th- it feels like we're in like very early stages of, so maybe that could be some potential yeah, yeah. black swan. Yeah, that could happen if Florida or Texas uh, seceded and left. That that could be a narrative, and let's say Texas, like, because like the way that I see that happening, at least on a Bitcoin standard, is that uh, places like Texas, um, that is very energy rich, um, they they're gonna set up a lot of mining in the near term and the in the midterm. Um, I think what you could see, um, if the United States gets too restrictive on, let's say, climate change crap, carbon credits. Um, you could see Texas want to basically secede to basically continue to have sovereignty over their miners, right? So, like, if you continue to see this, like, divide, not just, like, social economics and, like, politically, but, like, just, like, net benefit to the country, like, GDP versus debt. Like, if you take something like California and New York versus, like, Texas and Florida, you're going to continue to see the brain drain from those places. Um, And eventually that's going to hit them really fucking hard right and then other pro other states are going to have that decision to be like well what are our pros and cons of staying inside the united states as a state and not leaving and becoming our own our own country because realistically some of the states have gdps that are higher than a lot of other countries around the world yeah look at uh to your point magoo look at uh the eu you know it's a great little test net, you know, the, the euro isn't so old and, you know, you, you see England doing what they did and uh, you see the contentions with Germany and Greece and like all yeah, the countries, yeah. they're, they're not, 
even as formalized as, as the United States, right? Not in nowhere near. So, oh, yeah. you know, well, I, uh, I the Lindy effect is, is real on that end too. And so I think that's a great spot to see the beginning of the end of uh, fiat currencies. It's when, it's when the euro gets taken out. Yeah, I think the euro is destined to fail. Um, I think that whole EU um, experiment was destined to fail from the beginning. Just from like, even if you're looking at it as a central planning person, you're talking about putting a handful of countries together that have basically a very, very large historical precedence of hating each other. Um, they have completely different culture. A lot of the countries, you have completely different monetary needs. Um, and to put everything under one roof and say, hey, we have one monetary policy for countries that have completely different import exports, different services, different culture, different religions. You're just you're just asking for it to completely implode. Right. Yeah. And, and I think, sorry, just to make your point and just to like reiterate something, it's trade that you're going to see Bitcoin pop up first. in. it's like, OK, if you pay in Bitcoin, we'll give, you know, your shipment precedent over all others because we know we can receive payment like upon delivery in custody, right? So sometimes that's necessary. It depends what countries you're dealing with, what uh, what people, you know, what regulatory bodies in each country. There's just so many of those things. You'll see Bitcoin coming. You know, Bitcoin is awesome because it can be incremental, but it will feel like all at once too. So I think yeah, there will be, a little bit much, be. but 50 there'll... to 70 years could be like a conservative view, you know? But yeah, I think that's well... a little bearish, Magoo. And I think you should start, thinking about how how to kill the bear inside because it's, it's too not, much in a row you know once in a while it's cool but i'm just you know no it's not the bear it's just being realistic like i don't want to be these people that come into spaces and shell out um price predictions of like 10 million by the end of the decade or uh, 400,000 by the end of the year and, and tell you to buy my hat or whatever because those people are getting so many people fucking wrecked just for the sake of engagement farming because they know that's what gets engagement and I think that's just despicable and then they end up being wrong and then they don't even admit that they're wrong and they just go on like nothing's happened and then people get wrecked become of them like that that's what I don't like uh, like more than like bears like sure you can be like a Peter Schiff and you just like don't say anything positive and like whatever you're just a bear but like those people are like predictable and like okay they're just fucking idiots but then you have people that literally you're actively out in the community getting people wrecked by shilling dumb shit magoo i totally buy a magoo hat by the way if, if you're shilling those yeah yeah let me post it into nets it's just it, it just says 10 to 1 on it yeah what's the 10 to 1 economy looking like the circular 10 to 1 bitcoin economy looking like it's, these it's, days. it's running hot right now everyone's trying to get their hands on that bitcoin if you know what i mean can someone read the price of bitcoin right now Someone needs to buy the dip. All right, let me see here. What are we doing? Forty-three thousand one hundred forty-one. Oh shit! I think I think I just Basically realized three. I didn't say That's the block price. price today, for sure. I don't know. I set my DCA. And I don't change. Yeah, you you never did. Wow. Guess I guess we're slacking. All right, all right. Cut the show. All right, guys. I missed the block height. And the price at the start of the show. So, without further ado, we're an hour in. I don't know how many blocks we had since we started, but we're at block height 717377 And the current price per Bitcoin is $43,165, which equals out to about 2317 sats per dollars. Okay, guys, continue. Uh, actually, actually, Nico, do you have thoughts on Magoo being bearish? 
Sorry, I muted myself by accident. Um, dude, so first of all, um, I really appreciate uh, the well-thought-out argument. Obviously, you know, you did your research on this. I feel um, a butt. I feel a butt coming. It's not a butt, dude. I'm just going to give my opinion. Um, That's what she said. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, look. I Listen. When it comes to this, I think this is all going to happen very quickly. I think that it's just a matter matter of losing faith. I, I, I like the popul the populace losing faith because here's the thing: the propaganda only works until the money breaks. The money when the money breaks, dude. Like, you know, it doesn't matter what the guy on TV has to say. It doesn't matter. The the, the, the the government being able to essentially manipulate the masses, that only works when the money's working, right? And if you look at the vast majority of the world, they've already experienced their money breaking, right? So I see it from this perspective. If Americans, because they're really the ones, you know, it, it's really going to be the countries that most benefit from the legacy financial system that are going to be the one, the last to hold out. And when American citizens and, you know, citizens in the UK, I mean, yeah, the UK, in, in the European Union, they start seeing that these other countries that have essentially migrated to a Bitcoin standard, they've, they've essentially already made Bitcoin legal tender, they're going to start asking questions. In the U.S. today, uh, we already have started experiencing pretty bad inflation. I think it was 6.9% last year. Um, they, they can't stop printing money. Um, they, they can't raise rate. They, they said that they're, you know, they're going to raise it incrementally, and you know that's BS. That's just going to implode. It's going to explode the economy. And that's the elites are going to feel that they're going to hurt because, you know, the inflation isn't bad for them. They, they make money because of asset inflation. So their stocks and their, you know, real estate goes up in value. Right. So they're not going to want to do that. But if they stop printing money. Right. Then, I mean, if they continue printing money, then there's inflation. So the money, because it's breaking, that's when people start asking questions. And when you start asking questions, you'll see that a, there's a better alternative. And the, moment, and the moment that you see that there's a better alternative, right, you start opting out. And if there's a massive amount, let's say 20, 30, 40 percent of the U.S. population that refuses to get paid in dollars, you're already seeing that in professional athletes. Right. There's there's a couple. There's Russell Kong. I know there's a there's a big one like Odell Beckham, Odell Jr. or something like that. And um, I know that there's another uh, quarterback. So Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers. So just like the MVP, just like hyperinflation is not caused by the printing of money. It's caused by the populace losing total confidence in their fiat currency. And then it just happens overnight as in everyone tries to flee to sounder assets. In this case, it's going to be different. It's going to be the populace waking up to the fact that if I get paid in dollars, those dollars are not are losing value. And if I get paid in Bitcoin, 
my my value, my time, my energy gets, you know, it gets protected. And it actually that and, and, and the value that I put into that actually goes over actually goes up over time. Right. So, yeah, I, I mean, I agree with a lot of the points that you were saying that, you know, you'll see a lot of these smaller, you know, fiat currencies capitulate. And then you'll see more countries adopting or making Bitcoin legal tender. In doing so, what it is, is it's showing the rest of the world that there's a better system, a system that does not censor an open monetary network and a system that doesn't debase you. Right. So it just takes, dude, 10, 20 percent of the U.S. population saying, yo, fuck that shit. I'm opting out. I'm putting my money in Bitcoin for a catastrophic financial crisis to happen because hey. essentially what that is is a giant bank run that's what hey. it is hey hey nico are you ready for the cyber pandemic uh yeah man i'm prepared i got so, i got a hut in the woods i got a stove she she's gonna tell me how to fucking plant so plant sh- plants and shit so so what I, I don't I disagree with anything that you're saying um, The I don't think we can look historically at a lot of things because the situation that we're in right now is a lot different um, from one there being an actual option to get out, which is Bitcoin. But then also, too, on the other hand, the actual dollar demand that exists and the inertia that it continues to exist. So I don't think any uh, other hyperinflationary event in human history can be even looked at in this case because it's just so different. Um, my only point and why I said, are you ready for the cyber pandemic is because it goes back to my thesis around centralized powers having absolute control over narratives. Um, and we've seen with COVID uh, how many people are cheering to go get their booster shots or how many people are cheering for mandates, et cetera, et cetera. The government still has a very, very tight grip on the minds of the normies. And that needs to erode. And I do agree with you. Because that. the money, bro, because the money hasn't broken. They, they only have that type grip. I'm telling you, they have that type grip in countries that have stable fiat systems. Yeah. Yeah. So, Nico, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that that tight fiat system, which is the U.S. dollar. Dude, it's, it's going it, to it, it's man. going to be a slow a slow ship of people getting off the light bulb because I don't think like sure the US dollar can hyperinflate to Bitcoin that's one thing but it no 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 no, no. It, you, it, don't, you don't understand dude listen I, I'm, and I'm not this isn't theory I'm not trying to make a theory okay we experienced seven percent inflation last highest infl- highest inflation rate in the last forty years this year I suspect it's going to be a lot worse and the year the year after the next is going to be a lot worse and when that happens. It's only when that happens that people listen to the, that people stop listening to the government. No one cares. So no for, one cares until for, the money breaks. So when what what how many years do you think this is going to take? Like what what would break your 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 thesis here? Like at what year or what what type of event? Like what what would you consider yourself determining yourself wrong? What do you mean wrong? Like so you're saying this is going to happen quickly. So how many years are we talking about here? Dude, it depends how all this plays out, man. Like, I, I don't like to, you know, give those types of speculations. What what I do know, dude, it, when I've been paying attention because of the, you know, the, the show that I do, 
I methodically have to cover every single one of these news articles from mainstream sources, from, you know, uh, the intellectual dark web, from, you know, Twitter and just and just keep up with it, dude. And like, here's the thing, man, like they right now, like right now, the Federal Reserve is stuck in such a place that, first of all, we have never printed this amount of money. Okay. second of all, right. People are starting to wake up. The average Joe is starting to wake up to the fact that the money is fake, right? And then there's inflation, right? People are starting to go to the supermarket like, wait a second. You're saying the price of steak is 40% higher? What the fuck is that about? And here's the thing, right? If you were saving in Bitcoin, all of those things would have gotten cheaper for you. So that idea... Because it is such a powerful idea, and kid you not, Bitcoin is an idea. That's why you can't kill it. It's so powerful. In my opinion, it's more powerful than Marxism, which is the most powerful idea of the last century. That, dude, all it takes is 5 to 10% of the population. I, I would say we're a quarter of our way through that for this whole thing to collapse like a house of cards. And especially if the inflation keeps getting worse, which I suspect it will, because they cannot raise interest rates and they cannot stop printing money. So they're stuck in stagflation right now. There is no good way out. Uh, let, let me interject. I want to I want to just say both of you guys made excellent points. You both said things that could easily affect the changeover from crappy fiat world fiat currencies to a Bitcoin standard all over the place. I do think the dollar would be the last man standing. I have said for quite some time, one to two generations, that's 20 to 40 years. So maybe I'm right in the middle. Um, I think much of what both you guys said could influence how long or short that takes. So you guys are all, all well studied on this. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of us can see you know, this, how this could work and about how long it could take and all the different things that could affect it. And uh, I just want to compliment both of you guys, and I just want to add my two cents. I, I feel like I'm right down the middle with well, like both what what both of you guys are uh, uh, hinting at in terms of your perspectives. But Gracias, uh, take it from there. Um, the only yeah, thanks for that. The only thing that I want to add is Skeef was talking about things governments have done, um, even over the last hundred years to con- to to continue to have their control. If we see something what Nico's saying actually play out over the next five years or even call it 10 years, um, I, I would just like to point to historical precedents and, and point to what governments are willing to do to, to control the narrative and to keep control. Um, and like, and this is where you get into conspiracy theory land. But if everyone starts fleeing into Bitcoin, um, there there is going to be massive psyops and massive narratives and massive like absolute control. Like I know people are going to want to leave whatever narrative that they're in because the money is failing. But what comes out tomorrow if they have an entire narrative driven based off a cyber pandemic that anyone that's using Bitcoin is a fucking this or that or oh greenhouse gases? There is so many narratives that they can just swirl around to fucking make so many normies stick away from it like dude governments so have killed people you're what okay so this is why i say one to two generations wait a minute got people that are that have kids right now or are gonna have kids 
those kids are going to grow up knowing and learning about Bitcoin, watching their parents' wealth increase by owning Bitcoin, and they won't fall for the narrative. And that's why in a generation. So think, think gradually, then suddenly. Think exponentials like Jeff Busick's explanation of folding the paper, you know, 50 times leads to the sun. You know, it could happen, you know, like it feels like it'll take a while. And all of a sudden, like out of nowhere, bam. So, so I'll answer, I'll answer my because you, you brought up a really good point, right? Here's the thing. Science only work if the money works. When the money breaks, they only, people only care about one thing. Putting putting food on the table. That's it. Yeah, no, I agree. So the only, Okay, the only, number two. The let, me, let me finish. Number two, okay? Number two is the money printer and their system is what's paying for the people with the guns. Once that system starts failing, the people with the people with the money, the people with the influence are going to be the Bitcoiners, not them. Because their power strives from the power of the money printer. Once that power is gone, they're powerless. They don't have that. Think about it. They press P. They have trillions of dollars. They can go to war. They can do whatever they want. Once that system starts failing, they don't have the money to pay for those psyops. They don't have the money to pay with the people with the guns. So it's like, like, no, I, I agree with you. We, we, we agree on a lot of things. The only thing that we disagree on is the timeline. Cause everything that you're saying, I agree with, and I, I'm assuming you agree with a lot of what I'm saying. I just think it comes down to like, you, you, you're like as gradually then suddenly, I think it's going to be the same, but I just think that gradual part is going to be drawn out longer than what you think it's going to be. I mean, I never said, I never gave a time prediction. I don't know. I'm just saying like, bro, like, no one knows. I have no fucking idea. I'm, I'm not going to say that I know. I'm not even going to give predictions. I have no idea. But what I can tell oh, you. Fuck, how can I call you wrong then? Fuck. <laughs> what I can tell you is I can tell you what I've been seeing with my own eyes, what I've been covering every single day for the last year and a half with Coin Icarus. And that is the fact that the Federal Reserve is in a very dangerous spot. Right now, look, this is ter- you you have no idea how how f- fuck these people are, okay? Look. So, right now, Pico, stuck- what are you eating? It's an awesome chocolate donut. Okay. So, they're they're stuck between He's a, a cop. Rock. He's a cop. I'm a cop. Okay. Nico's eating on stream. Who would have thunk? Uh yeah, I do that all the time. Okay. So, they're stuck between a rock and a hard place, okay? So, if they keep printing, uh guess what? Inflation. If they stop print, if they raise rates, they stop printing money. They crash the stock market. Okay. Now this has only happened one other time in American history, which is the nineteen seventies, which we had inflation. The major difference back then is that they had wiggle room, right? So right now we have no wiggle room whatsoever. We're at z- we're barely above zero percent interest rates. In the 1970s, dude, they, they had they had like three, four, five, six, seven percentage points. No problem. We don't have that anymore. So I don't see how I, right now, and there's old people a lot smarter than me that have covered this, right? Je, uh, Jeff Booth, Jeff Booth, have, uh, Jeff Booth has been covering this. Mark Moss has been covering this. There is no way out for them this time. Right. And here's the thing. 
what yeah, governments have done, what governments have done in the past in these types of moments is that essentially just take back take a look at back take a look back at what happened in the 19 uh in the 19, 1930s when the 6102 order FTR right he sees the gold he sees the hard asset but the difference this time it's a major fucking difference right is that dude you can't seize something that's very easy to self custody that people are going to hang on to and then not only that that value is what that that thing that they're trying to seize is what everyone's going to want to have right so this time dude is very different now in terms of the timeline bro i have no fucking idea i have no idea but what i can tell you is that based on what i'm seeing shit is going to get bad like this year is going to be worse than last year in terms of inflation the next year, I have no idea. I'm, I'm literally just on my seat, stocking sats, eating my donut, uh, fucking scratching my ass, and waiting for this shit to happen with fireworks. And I feel good because I'm protected by the orange field, the orange force field of Bitcoin. But dude, it doesn't look good. And perhaps Phil can back me up on this because he's been there covering it with me, dude. Then we've had people much smarter than us. Come on the show and be like, "Yo, are we right?" Because we're looking at this. And if like, I could jump in real quick, I just have a quick, a quick statement to make. I've been listening to the both of you. I think you both make good points and are kind of saying the same thing. Um, I think Magoo just kind of thinks it's going to play out a little bit longer um, than most Hello, people think. Can which... I have a little minute this week, please? One, one second, one second. Um, I'd be interested, Nico, because I, I agree with what you're saying. Once the money breaks, you know, you're expecting common sense to take over. I mean, just since 2020 with this whole pandemic. I've kind of given up on the average person really being able to think critically and doing things that make sense. You know, um, there is a stranglehold on information from the government still, and people are still easily deceived. So I'd be interested to see in places like Turkey, where, you know, Lebanon, Venezuela, where what you're saying to come in the U.S. is already playing out there. It's already right? playing what's, out. That's, that's right, exactly. right. So what's the, so what's the, what is the, what my question is, in places like Turkey, where it's very evident hyperinflation, their currency is collapsing, is the average normie there flocking to Bitcoin? Because I don't think they are. Excellent um, question. Excellent so, question. So, so I have some data in regards to that. So in Nigeria, right? Inflation. I'll, I'll go I'll go to Turkey in a second. In Nigeria, about 40%, 35 to 40% of the population. I'm not. It's not only Bitcoin, but they're in crypto. And the Nigerian government has an extremely hard time convincing those people to use their central bank digital currency and to use um, the, the I think the name of the currency is called the Naira. Um, in Venezuela, it's estimated about 40 to 50 percent of the population is using uh, either a stable coin crypto or Bitcoin. In, um, in in Turkey, it's estimated about 15 to 20% as well are using that as a store of value. Now, here's the very interesting part about all this. It's the younger generation. So it's about the 20 and the 30-year-olds. So that's a huge portion of the population that are not going back to those currencies, right? So I'm telling you, dude, that like when the money breaks, and, and I forget 
who was the genius that came? Oh, you know what? It was Andreas Antonopoulos. Um, before he became a shit corner, he had some amazing lectures. And, you know, and he's from Greece. He experienced this himself, right, um, during the financial crisis. And the line is just so amazing, is that no one cares. All the normies, all those people, they do not care because they have their PayPal, they have their Cash App, they have their Venmo. And, like, you know, they're buying little Doge and they're on TikTok and Instagram and they're distracted and they're on Twitter and blah, 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 blah. But when the money breaks, dude, right, you start asking a whole lot of questions. You're like, how am I going to pay for this? How am I, whatever. All of a sudden, you get paid $100 a week or whatever, whatever your salary is. And then the next week, it only buys you $20 worth of stuff, right? It's when the money breaks, bro, that people start asking questions like, what is money? Like, what is this about? Right. And now this time there's there's a major difference because unlike gold, there's an alternative that allows you to transact with other people openly. And not only that, if you store your money in it, it won't be debased by the government and then you'll start and then you'll never go back. Right. So anyways, let me jump in really quick. quick? Um, I just want to touch up on this because. I think the only disagreement here is the timeline. And oh, yeah. <laughs> to Magoo's point, it's the inertia he was talking about. Like when you talk to people in Argentina and, and these countries, they're looking for dollars. And Bitcoin's not at the point yet where it's readily available for the world. Like uh, I think a lot of people have to really separate themselves from the tools that we Bitcoin get in the US. Like fold and swan and all these like easily accessible tools that give us the ability to get bitcoin every hour whatever it is like even you go to mexico or, or or many countries like they don't even have a way to buy bitcoin it's really hard um so yeah let me give you some anecdotal evidence for anyone that doesn't know i actually live in latin america um for certain reasons um and i've lived there for uh, almost seven years now and what the what what are you saying is true for a lot of these countries it's very hard to get your hands on bitcoin um and even stable coins because there's no exchanges there's no that a lot of it's peer-to-peer type of stuff um and it's very it's not easy it's not as easy to get your hand on bitcoin in these countries in latin america as it is in the united states um and anecdotally from my own evidence dealing with people in these countries these impoverished countries um a lot of these people are actually flocking to um, stable coins more than they are Bitcoin. Yep. Um, because because people are trying to get by and live, um, and they cannot afford like their P and L, like their their ratio of living and not being able to afford their family is within like basis points. It's not like they can just hold on to Bitcoin and save it because these people don't have any savings. Period. All every money that comes in goes out and they use it for buying food and keeping their family alive and so they don't have the privilege or the right to actually hold bitcoin they need to get these stable coins and just use them because if they get bitcoin and try to use it it goes down a percent or even two percent then they can't feed their family but yeah my point is the dollar is is extremely (laughs) dominant when you leave the u.s that's what everyone wants to hold save in transact in and on top of that like let's let's like take a step back and notice that we're in some sort of an echo chamber with people that actually understand bitcoin like even people in the u.s have no fucking clue what it what bitcoin really is 
these other countries, like there's so much, there's so much educating to be done till the point where they see Bitcoin as a safe haven to even begin with and start recognizing that the money's broken. Like we're so, we're so far away from it that I like, I am erring to this like Magoo's timeline, let's just say, but of course, like uh, things can happen very, very suddenly. So there's nothing to rule out. Just to add what Nico was talking about earlier, what Andres used to say, which, god damn, he fucking left. But there's a, I forget what it's called. Oh, like the the stories we tell each other about money. That's what the name of the lecture was. And I, I think the actual quote was, people in countries that are suffering like this don't ask, what is Bitcoin or why? Those people ask how, because they desperately need it. But of course, they're gonna probably flock to stable coins and shit because yeah, they need to get by somehow. Which it, it's kind of mind-boggling to me because I wonder. I mean, that's gotta mean that all these different merchants are taking Tether or whatever stable coin, like they already have that installed or like that's on their phones, I guess. Or do they just convert it to the actual local shitty currency? Yeah, I mean, I mean, based on my travels, like, I don't have any experiences with people using stable coins or any of that stuff, so I can't really, like, speak on that. Huge. Tell me what you know. Well, I do know um, my, my fiance's uh, family is from Nigeria, and the, uh, the experience, from what I understand as far as Bitcoin goes, for that region of the world is... There's a lot of people that do know about Bitcoin. There's a, a, a sizable number of people that actually use it. Um, they do use stable coins fairly regularly. Um, but Bitcoin is obviously the, the, the primary one. It's the most reliable. Um, it, it works the best. It's usually the cheapest. Um, but the uh, as far as the other side of that story, there's also a lot of scammers that come out of Nigeria. And that's the reason why you see Nigeria using it so much as a pe- as a person to person system is because there's a lot of scamming that, that happens from, from that country. But there's also a lot of use in, in the culture from it because of that. So, yeah. so it, it, it is a widespread currency. It is used regularly. It is used as a store of value. That is Nigeria. Correct. Yes. 100%. Yes. And that, that, I, that's all I was speaking on. I wasn't speaking on any other country. That is, that is, that was, that was my only perspective just because of the experience I've had with it. Um, but, but we have spoken with people we've, 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 you know, convinced several people to, to purchase Bitcoin that live there. Um, and to use it as a, as a regular currency to, to change value. But um, there were one or two people that ended up getting scammed a little bit on some of their money that they spent on it. And it, it halfway turned them off to it, but because there's enough people using it, they know that it is, it is a, like le- kind of legitimate. Yeah, yeah so huge. Nigeria oh, actually God. has the highest adoption rate of Bitcoin out of any fucking country um, because I don't know if anyone knows, like obviously you know this, but the history in Nigeria is they were, they've been using digital money for decades now in terms of, of like cell phone minutes. Like this was happening in like the early 2000s 
and it kind of just let them basically easily shift into that transition of, of actual real digital currency, which is Bitcoin. Um, and Skeef, I didn't see your, your, your tweet, um, but I just seen it now about how I think they can keep this going on for another 80 years. And I think they can keep this going on for another 80 years for two reasons. One, um, more control over uh, central bank uh, liabilities, which will be central bank backed digital currencies um, and having ultimate control over their currency and how that lo- those liabilities are expressed and, and keeping that in the economies and watching that data. And two, um, I actually think Bitcoin is going to help the United States government keep this fucking can getting kicked because Bitcoin is going to be such an explosive growth of GDP that it's going to allow them to kick the can down the road even further. So if Bitcoin's a $200 trillion asset in 50 years, the United States is going to be raking in $10, $20 trillion a year on, on, on GDP alone. And it's going to allow them to kick that can down the road. So that's what I'm talking about, Bitcoin being that sponge, that liquidity sponge that's not tied to any real-world assets. The government's actually going to like inflation being exported into Bitcoin because it's not getting exported to uh, consumer uh, prices is what was Nico was talking about and having those uh, consumer prices skyrocketing and people losing faith. Well, if Bitcoin's eating up all that inflation, well, then those the those uh, price indexes remain quite stable compared to uh, in terms of USD. Um, obviously, USD, uh, Bitcoin, like it looks like it gets hyperinflated, but to actual common goods, it, it doesn't look like it's getting hyperinflated and Bitcoin can eat all that inflation and all that printing. And then also countries around the world dollarizing. It gives the United States more ability to export inflation, right? So that's how I think they can keep kicking this can down for quite a bit longer. Magoo, could you, uh, uh, somewhat... you repeat that one more time? I didn't really understand you. Oh, my God. AFK, I'm going to come to your house in China and shame <laughs> and just beat your ass. And, and it's recorded. Look at the recording. <laughs> Dude, I don't see the I'm, flashy red button. I'm just thinking right now. I just I remember, like two months ago, 69k. The smell, the smell of that pico top, baby. Bro, I DM'd you, bro. Dude, I told so, you. Yeah, I remember that DM so that, that, that morning. I like woke up to your DM. I'm like, yep, yep. It smells extra juicy right now. Literally, when it was 69k, I DM'd AFK, and I I don't know what what gif I sent you, but I'm like, this smells like pico top, baby. Time for some pussy, and then it literally crashed. Yeah. But, but, but this is this is the this nope. is the nature of Bitcoin. It goes booms and busts, and like what that's that's the nature and how it ever gets bigger. Like it goes and spikes, and then it crashes, and then it gets bigger than before and crashes. Oh, yeah, Daddy is right. Let's go. Like I don't know about you guys, but y- you guys should have some cash flow. Like if you guys are in America, you guys should be fucking just endlessly buying Bitcoin, no matter what the fucking price is. Because but Magoo, like, but Magoo, get on zero. Oh my god, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. That's literally a fucking slogan for a, a product to shill. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, what if they don't have a product to shill? Well, they are. That that whole get on zero shit is all a slogan for a fucking product. Like, like get on zero. That could, you could still technically be on zero, but if you have free cash flow, AK income coming in, then you can like you can always be on zero, but you still have money coming in. Like, fuck. This is not. There's no like one product (laughs) that does it though. Like being on zero, like by itself, is is kind of stupid because 
any money that you're putting into Bitcoin, you should think of it being there for a long period of time. And you're never going to need it. And if you're constantly always on zero, you have no buffer. If some fucking fat old lady drives your car into your car parked on the side of the street, you're like, well, I'm on zero. Fuck, peace out. Hashtag for the boys on Bitcoin Twitter, but I can't fix my car. This fat lady just ran into me, right? Like, so you have to be fucking realistic about this shit. Like, have a buffer where you can live. Like, if you lose your job, you need some money. You can't, like, because if you are on that zero, if you're in the United States and you live on zero, well, then if you actually ever need to get into your Bitcoin stash to actually live, well, then you, you're a taxable event. Like, it's such a fucking moronic thing to fucking do because you could be forcing yourself into doing taxable events that you don't want to do. What are taxes? Um, I don't know in America. You guys do taxes, but I haven't... I don't know. FBI, open up! Joke's on you. Oh, not an American citizen anymore. <laughs> Linicus, that was gold. That was gold. That was beautiful. I think this is the most bearish Bitcoin kindergarten I've ever been to. But it How was is it bearish? I'm telling you to get on zero, you bitch. <laughs> uh, Shishi, I, I understand where you're coming from because we are usually super bull-tarded here. We, we pride ourselves on being retardedly bullish. But I think 42-9, I... 42-9. <laughs> Suck my choke. But I think... I think to start the new year, it might be a solid take to have Magoo be super bearish and be a gay bear on here with us. So, shout out Magoo. It's not even okay. So this is this is where I'm at. Like I still think in the end of 20. Magoo's been a total damper on my new year, new me plans. Bro, you should have told me that before I cucked you. But anyway, I was gonna get on zero until today. Yeah, you you shouldn't. I slap you. But like honestly, like. You just have to look at like the macro um, headwinds that are not just Bitcoin, but all assets are going to in the first four months of the year. I still think by the end of 2022, we can probably break all time high like that. I think that's true. But you just have to be realistic with yourself. And I can't just be up here and just shilling plan B um, retard model all day and just think that I'm doing a service to everyone because I'm not. You need to have, like this is the human psychology behind that. So when you shill a model and every, and you get people to buy that have no conviction or only buying because of that model, like, well, I haven't done the research. I'm just going to trust this model. And then you get everyone in. Oh, that's good for the price. But when that model breaks to the downside, you everyone loses conviction because this model is broken. What the fuck? And, they, and not only you, you have the normal sell pressure, you're creating more sell pressure. So, like, I don't like going into the community and giving dumbass fucking numbers. Like, yeah. At the end of the decade, is Bitcoin probably going to be a million dollars? Yeah, that's fucking a realistic number. But when I'm up here, it'll be like, oh, 400 end of 2021, uh, oh, 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 and it doesn't do that. And then I look like an idiot, and I pretend I never said anything. And when someone calls me out on it, I just say, oh, deviation, two deviations, I'm good. Like, like you yeah, dude, to- like what? What you're doing? Did I say 2021? I meant 2121. Yeah, exactly. Right, like stupid shit like that. Like that's the fucking like shit that's happening in this community because everyone just says big number for big engagement, and like I I don't give a fuck about that. I'm just spitting fucking truths, and probably alpha, maybe not. I could be a moron, but like at the end of the day, like you got to be real with yourself. Like, do you want me to just sit up here like a fucking like lawn chair and just say big number quick? Yeah, no, dude. Like, what you're doing is a fucking Jeez, lounge. Because there's too many retarded, like, wet noon retards in Bitcoin. 
Well, well you know what, Joe, you're I wrong. I want to throw out there that a bullish fundamental rant has nothing to do with the price. And Magoo just likes to take conversations to a regarded place. But much love, Magoo. And uh, great analysis, bro. I know yeah, where you is- live. You know, k- kindergarten wiener. Yeah, th- thanks again for having me up. And if if I can just provide my my D list influencer alpha here. Um, but <laughs> j- jokes aside, um, I mean the conversations that I'm I've been hearing. Watch your tone, this AFK. Week, I know where you live. And shut your me. mouth, Magoo. So the conversations I've been hearing in these spaces. <laughs> Dude, you gotta. Bro, this guy's sleeping with a CCP spy. Don't listen to a word he says. <laughs> is she uh, cute? No, I mean, he's ugly. I was trying to say, is he cute? All right, so the, the conversation I've been hearing last week, and especially today, guys, are almost identical to the conversations that were being had on Spaces in July 2021, right? People are talking about long-term bear cycle. It's over. Plan B's an idiot, et cetera, et cetera. And look, to, to Magoo's point, right, that you know we could have a down year this year and maybe come back to all-time highs, or maybe that happens this year, next year, whatever. Um but this is also a potential Pico bottom signal, right? Everyone thinks it's over. So that's some, uh, that's some hopium. But regardless, you know, I'll, I'll be DCing every day. Sir, that's called a sale. But, I mean, it's important to remember that Bitcoin actually does correlate with other shit. Yeah, nothing else has 21 million cap. But, I mean, that's like the God honest truth. And people are scared about what the fed may or may not do bro no one no one no one in bitcoin i thought people in bitcoin twitter are supposed to have a sense of humor uh skeef literally commented or uh, asking how i think it's gonna last 80 years and ironically and sarcastically i just commented back cbdc's and someone replied instant unfollow like you guys have no sense of fucking humor in that person's a pussy uh magoo magoo that's why we come here every week and we act like retards because everyone's too damn serious and we're out here just memeing, having a good time. Like, yo, Bitcoin is going to take over the world. Uh, I don't Dude, need to be serious for that. I can talk shit and curve. it's still going to do what it's going to do. It's really hard to tell what's stupid and like what's just retarded. Big number I'm, good. I'm, I'm Yo, so, Optimus. Exactly. I'm so dumb. I can relate to people that are on the right side because I'm so far left. I wrap around. Magoo, you got to just say big number good, and then I think your following will triple in the next, like, Oh, year. I already made a tweet about that, and it was actually my most engaged tweet. Uh, I said if I was a hot female, I would get a lot more engagement, and then, ironically, that tweet got the most engagement I've ever gotten. Without a BBL on there. Yeah, well, you want, I can post a BBL from the nest if you guys want to see a BBL. Do it. Can you enunciate what a BBL is? Big booty <laughs> Latina. Thank you. But don't forget about the BTLs because they have feelings too. Bacon lettuce. Well, well, see, Magoo, Magoo, the BLT retard. Hey, the thing about the BBL though is it's also like Brazilian booty lift. So, like, over under on what BBL, Magoo? Agreed. It's Uh, it's Brazilian. Are fake fake asses shit coins? (laughs) Yes. I don't. I don't. I don't know. When you eat them, do they taste like shit? Uh, obviously. Optimus, how's our list going? Are we still on, on, uh, Befriend uh, dude, a Zoomer? We're, 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 we didn't even get through the whole list. We are pushing on two hours. At this point, I figured... You guys just make a list with, like, a picture of a bear on each one of them? Uh, we should have. We didn't know Magoo was gonna be here, so we should have just done bear list. 
Yo, just say, say my name three times. You know what would make a cute, appear. like, like beginning of the year gift is, like, a calendar, and it's just, like, in the shape of a bear, and the pen that comes with it is in the shape of a penis. So every uh, for, time for, you mark off your calendar, for, you're okay, fucking the okay, bear. Okay, boot fail, kiss. Yeah, it, for anyone, like, for people that are that are talking about being so bullish, why is everyone so fucking concerned about short-term price action? That's my question. If you're so fucking bullish, why are you crying over short-term price sir, fucking action? Sir, I can't sir, become an accredited sir, answer, investor. Sir, answer, answer, sir. Big number good, I please. I can't become an accredited investor if I'm poor, sir. You're not going to be an accredited investor when you're sleeping with a Chinese spy, sorry. Um, has anyone here not been 10 <laughs> 10 to 1 because I would like to get a Magoo 10 to 1. I'm almost maybe, with it too. Maybe great zero. I'm over. Dude, Magoo's the kind of guy that says, you know, if you like chow mein from Pan Express, he calls you a uh, Southeast Asia operative over here. This he is ain't wrong problem. though. Is it Bro, no, I, AFK, I chicken, dude. AFK is directly investing in a company providing cement for the concentration camps in northern China. Yo, correlation is causation. So your transit. Okay, let me translate that in English. Wait, wait, because I have all the stock on Robinhood. Okay, hold on. Robin okay, hold on. Before you go, before you go, Zorn has a uh, uh, a really, really great question in the chat over here, and he asks, "Does Bitcoin correlate with your mom?" I don't know. It depends how flexible she is. My mom correlates with Bitcoin. Is all your right, mom volatile? You go. You go. No, is your mom short term bearish? She's not immutable because I can't show her the fuck up. I got a question for you. Wow. I got a question for you. So if you're one inch She's into your screamer. mom and your dad's one inch into you, are you going to go forward or backwards? Obviously both. My kind of man. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, shit. All right, Wynikus. Well, 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 well. <laughs> we, <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, Mr. Robot, Bitcoin Doctor, best roller coaster ever. Guys, we're pushing on two hours tonight. This has been another great episode of Bitcoin Kindergarten. <laughs> the first one down this, of the year. This was my kind of episode. This was my kind of episode. Bro, you guys need to start paying enough. me. You guys need to start paying me royalties for fuck's sake. We got you. Testnet BTC. Bro, any amount I'll you want. I'll send you a Testnet address because I actually need some Testnet BTC. <laughs> All right, I got you. I had to end on a DGen note. Obviously, obviously, Jim. We we can't do it otherwise. This is this is on brand. We got to give the people what they like. So got to give the people. Uh, a few people are asking what else we have on the list. I'm just going to pick some some highlights here. Most of you guys know these, but Don't we got sip. Yeah, we got uh Sia Leota drop a Leota obviously. Uh don't sip bots, guys. Quit fucking simping every cute girl on Twitter. She's probably a dude. Like get that shit through your head. Fuck's sake. Bro, I'll send my uh, dick to anybody. They're probably <laughs> me. Okay. Uh, the other one, post at least one steak picture per day. So we need the steak pictures. Uh, let's see. He's a dick we pic? Start- okay. We, we started the show off by telling you this, but we got to reiterate. Call everyone a spook and be prepared to be called a spook. So, guys, I better be seeing a lot of spook calls tonight and tomorrow. Is this like student council? The- what the fuck is this? 
Yes, spook. this is re- highly regarded council. Come on. Yo, okay. Phil's a spook. Yeah, Phil, you're a spook. Buddha. Boo. No, he's not. He's worse than a spook. He's a, he, he, he's gay. <laughs> I know. I know, Phil. Phil, I know him. Okay, hey, trainers next. aren't gay, okay? <laughs> next is you got to fuck Greg. I made Greg. up my mind. I know what I like. That's not gay. Debatable. Okay, and the last one, the last one, and Shishi's still here. You have to join Shishi Clementine's trading group, and you have to yellow the micro penis of death. So Shishi, do you wanna you wanna comment on this? Dude, I'm not saving this bearish episode for you, dude. Sorry. Oh my darling, oh my darling. <laughs> when man dingo of well. Dude, that that was great. That was great lawyer speak there. I I fully enjoyed that. Thank you very much. Okay, guys. Everyone, everyone, everyone. All of you on YouTube trolling us, we love you. Continue to do that. Everyone that showed up in spaces, we love you. Continue to come out. If you guys have questions, maybe you can DM us questions. Shoot them on Twitter. We do have a Discord. No one's going in there anymore. Because we're on spaces now. But it is cumbersome, I will say. I agree, Phil. We do have a few announcements. Uh, next week, guys, for Wednesday, we're going to have Pirate Beach Mom come in. So if you were feeling bearish today with Magoo, I'm pretty sure you're going to get another sober beating over the head next week with Pirate Beach Mom, which is honestly, honestly, probably needed at these, this point because. We have a lot of new people, and they need that sober reality. Second announcement, guys, watch out for Sunday. On Sunday, we're going to do a joint stream with Simply Bitcoin. So that should be fucking insane. And that's about it, guys. I just want to say that, honestly, I don't even know. Go ask Nico. Go bug Nico. He hasn't told us yet. Dicks out for Harambe. Dicks out for Nico. Um, okay, guys. Uh, last, last point, I just want to add. What we've been saying all day. Guys, get weirder. Start mocking people more. Start talking shit. Be outrageous. Guys, I want, I, I literally want to see you guys go full retard on Twitter. And we, we just got to, we just got to get the meme army going hard. And this is the beginning of the year. So, guys, you got to go extra hard this year. Wynikus, I see you waving. Magoo, I see you waving. You guys want to roll here it out? Without Harambe. And I'm still with you in my life. We're here without Harambe. And I think about you all the time. Since we're seeing Harambe, can I just throw out one of my favorite conspiracy theories that ever since we killed a gorilla, Clown World simulation has gone to shit? Believe I, it or not. Whatever. You stole Magoo's tweet, dude. I literally dude, tweeted I'm that. Dude, I'm about to Dan held this shit, dude. You I literally tweeted that, like, did. yesterday. I literally tweeted that yesterday. I was like, has anyone else noticed that ever since we killed Arambe in 2016, shit has went downhill quick? Yo, oh, Magoo, Optimus Magoo, held. Magoo, 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 <laughs> shit, dude. Uh, well, Magoo, I saw it in meme form, so I didn't steal it from you. Memes are open source. And, yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> dude, is your mom Mind- open source? Kiss is on point with the engineering. This is amazing. For tonight, for once. <laughs> yeah, we're, don't get your hopes Wait, up. Wait, so tonight your mom's open source? Oof. Oof. Big if true. 
big if true. True if big. True if big. True if big. I'm in a world, so the soundboard is very volatile. Magoo, can you do the fist emoji real quick? Interesting. Screen capture. Hey, I actually oh. went into a reparations room last night and was pumping this fist. It was great. Holy times. fuck, dude. It was the funniest shit I've ever done in my life. It's definitely in the recording tonight as well. So those watching on 